Welcome to this podcast from Food Navigator. I'm Jess Halliday. Organic food, much talked about in modern times and much eaten too. But the new report from the Soil Association on the UK market says more communication is needed about what organic actually means. On the line, I have Peter Melchert, who's the policy director at the Soil Association. Thanks for joining me, Peter. Not at all. So not all people who buy organic actually understand the same thing by the term organic, do they? No, we have loyal uh, um, and determined organic uh, consumers who have a very good understanding, and they buy about 80% of organic food sold in the UK. Um, Others, occasional buyers, all the research shows we need to communicate uh, more uh, about what organic can deliver. Specifically then, what aspects of organic should we be talking about that we're not talking about already? Well, organic uh, farming and food provides a wide range of social benefits. It's good for farmland wildlife, it's the best for animal welfare, it provides more jobs, it causes less pollution, it avoids GM and artificial additives and colorings. Our routine use of antibiotics for farm animals is banned and so on. It's good for climate change. So there's a whole range of benefits. And one of the challenges is how to communicate a range of things in simple, um, short uh, sand bites, which people need nowadays. But there are a lot of other single claims out there on food products like free-range, local, pesticide-free, fair trade. How does organic sit alongside all of these? Can it be an umbrella for them all? Um, Well, it doesn't sit alongside, it sits above. So, I mean, all organic um, animals are free-range automatically and then lots of other benefits as well. No mutilations are allowed or almost none. There's um, healthier diets and so on. Um, it's better for farmland wildlife than schemes which are designed to make non-organic farming less wildlife unfriendly. It has the best potential for animal welfare according to groups like Compassion in World Farming and it's the best for environmental sustainability according to the government's advisors, the Sustainable Development Commission. So that's what we have to communicate, that this is a, a way of getting all of these benefits and very good tasty, healthy food too. I know there have been some big debates initiated by the Soil Association recently, um, such as whether air freighted goods can be certified organic, for instance. Why is there the need to keep tweaking what organic means? I think what we do about climate change is is incredibly important. It's a lot more than tweaking, and, and air freight's just a part of that. And we didn't ban air freight in the end. We, we want to work with organic farmers in Africa to maximize the social benefits and the health benefits of organic farming in countries like Kenya and Tanzania and Uganda and others. What we need to do, though, with food and farming is work out how we cut 80% of the greenhouse gas emissions. Food and farming are big emitters, big causes of climate change. About a fifth of the UK's emissions come from fooding and farming. About a third of our personal carbon footprint comes from the food we eat. This is the challenge for the future, and organic food and farming, I think, has a better opportunity to cut greenhouse gas emissions than any other sort of um, farming system, but we've got a lot of work to do, and once again, a communications challenge to get over to people just what organic farming and food can do to help reduce climate-friendly food. 
Okay, well, thank you very much for joining us today, Peter, and for sharing your thoughts with us. That's all. Thank you, and keep buying organic food. Tune in for another podcast from Food Navigator.